0: The twins were playing drafts, John in bed, propped up by pillows, and Virginia curled up on the Eiderdown. They were so engrossed, they did not hear the door open and looked round surprised when the doctor spoke. Hello, twins. Are you being nursed today, Virginia? Virginia gave the doctor the sort of smile which goes with liking somebody. Mummy's gone to fix some work being a guide to some visitors in London. The agency rang this morning. John knew the doctor was the sort of person to be pleased at other people's good luck. She might earn a lot of money. The doctor came round the bed. While he talked, he took John's pulse. What will she buy with it? The twins' father had been killed in a motor smash. He had left a little money, but there was such a lot of things that their income would not buy, that when extra money came along, it was a puzzle to decide what was needed most. Both twins took deep breaths. So that they had plenty for the long string of things each thought the money should be used for. But John did not get a chance to speak, for the doctor put a thermometer in his mouth. Virginia walked round the room, ticking off urgent needs on her fingers. There's a bill at the fishmonger's for special food while we both had measles. The fishmonger said he wasn't in a hurry, but I know Mummy wants to pay. Then there's next term's fees at my dancing academy, but there's Just a chance, madame, might say we needn't pay because of me missing so much of this term with measles. Then John's got taller while in bed and goodness knows if his clothes will fit and truly I ought to have some new ballet shoes and... She broke off and looked at John, who was making noises through his mouth shut round the thermometer. Nobody but a twin could possibly have understood what the noises meant. Oh yes, and John's just reminded me. Mummy said she simply must have some new saucepans and... The doctor took the thermometer out of John's mouth. He looked at it, his lips twisting in a half laughing, half miserable way. Seems there's a lot for that money to do. He gave John's shoulder a pat. Taking your medicine? John nodded. Good. Well, it's cold out, so stay in bed another day or two. Tell your mother I'll visit you again at the end of the week. He put an arm round Virginia. Come and see me out, my little friend. In the hall, The doctor put down his bag. He turned Virginia to face him. Can you tell me why you have quite got over your measles, but John, who had it no worse than you did, can't get strong again? He hasn't the same things to get up for. I simply had to get well. Imagine getting measles the very day after you were twelve. "'Ever since I went to my dancing academy when I was nine, "'I've been waiting and waiting to be twelve and have a licence, "'and it was more than flesh and blood could stand "'to be in bed, missing auditions.' "'She lowered her voice. "'I've not told anybody, not even John, "'but I'm going to an audition this afternoon. "'It's for one of twelve in a ballet and puss in boots. "'That's why I'm not doing lessons this morning. "'Madame thought it might be too much after measles.' "'Quite right.' I'll hold my thumbs for you. Hope you get it. I'll come and watch you if you do. But about John, isn't there anything he likes to pull him onto his feet again? Virginia sighed. Not really. You see, he's what you'd call a one-dog boy. And since Frederick died, he hasn't liked anything much. Wonder if I could get him a dog from the dog's place at Battersea. No, Mummy thought of that. They don't seem to have many stray Dachshunds, and John only wants another Dachshund. He says he doesn't, but he does. There's one called Charles in Mr. Miggs' dog shop. He's not perfect because his eyes are the wrong colour, but he has the nicest little face. We saw him first the day before the measles started, and though we both felt peculiar, that dog nearly made us feel all right. He's still not sold. I see him often. Expensive? Terribly. Even with the wrong eyes. Ten guineas. The doctor picked up his bag. Wish I had ten guineas to spare. I'd give a lot to see John running about again. Virginia shut the door and went up to her bedroom, thinking hard all the way. It had not until that moment struck her the doctor was worried about John. When she was thinking hard, she practiced dancing exercises. She held on to the end of the bed, turned out her toes and bent her knees. Suddenly she straightened up, her eyes shining She rushed into John's room, pulling on her coat and beret. I'm going out for a little bit. Mr. Miggs was a very old gentleman. He knew the twins well, for they never passed his dog shop without looking in. And when Frederick was alive, John had always lifted him up so that he could say, how do you do, to the other dogs.